Hey, uh, this is Corey. Um, <clears throat> let's see if I can get through this. On uh, September 30th, just two weeks ago, this Friday, um, we had to say goodbye to Oswald. Um, just past his eighth birthday. Well, we've had him for eight years at that point, just a couple of weeks after his eighth year with us. Um, he had turned eight back in June. Um, This is harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, we found out when he was around two that he had, just on the checkup, we found out he had uh, small kidneys for a dog his size. Um, so we I, we always knew that, and it could be a thing, and but it, it never became a problem. Um, and there was a point early on in the pandemic, like right at the very beginning, um, this probably was April or May of 2020. Um, he wasn't, he had, he had uh, some major problems and he was blacked up the kidney stones and all that stuff. All that. And, you know, we were able to, they were able to save him, you know, and keep him alive for a couple more years. Um, and then back in, in June, um, he went into kidney failure. Um, Changing of diet, fluids, and all that stuff. Got him back on his feet, and he rebounded like he did even before 2020. He was like old Oswald again. He was our Aussie. He was like he was when he was three or four years old, just perky. And himself. Um The the week that we um, made the decision, it's easily the hardest decision I've ever had to make in my life. Um, it just, his health took a downturn. And it was fast. Um, all the stuff that we had done diet-wise and things that we changed, Melody, every day, every single day, was taking care of his fluids and it was like under the skin fluids that we've been giving him since the day we brought him home back in June after that last little, little <laughs> last bout with time with the vets. And, you know, I have to say, you know, all creatures, um, which is the vet that we took him to in 2020 and in 20 earlier this year, um, they were the reason that we had extended time with Oz. He's they're the reason. They saved him two and a half years ago and they gave us they gave us three more months with him. 
which I wouldn't have traded for anything because it was first month and a half, two months that he was home. He was like our old boss. We had a chance to just love on him and everything. And he was, like I said, he was very active still. You know, he'd go for his walks. He'd go for rides in the car to pick up grocery orders and go to Starbucks and all those things that he loved to do. He loved to go out in the car like most dogs do. You know, the the day we brought him home, we, we went to go check out um, some pups. And yeah, we, we did get him from a breeder, um, but a very reputable breeder and somebody that doesn't abuse the whole system. Because Joey being on the spectrum, this was a special needs kind of situation. So we couldn't take a chance with a rescue. If it was just Melody and I, then we would have probably done that but because of of joey's um because of joey being autistic and we had to be that that had to be a consideration so anyway we went to go look at the animals that day and they brought in two puppies and uh ozzy just ran right to melody she picked him up and he immediately buried his head in her neck. And he chose us. And he changed us with that choice. He was around with us for so long that we couldn't imagine a life without him, our life before him. As weird as that sounds, we had him more than Joey, half of Joey's life. He um, he definitely brought a like he had always been here kind of thing. And he fit in in here. He fit here. No matter how big he got, how big, no matter how much he ate, because he got big, he got up there like around 75, 80 pounds. He got to be a big boy. Um, but that just was more of him to love. And I don't think anybody that, that had a chance to meet Oswald whether they're just walking on the street or they come over to the house. He sometimes would freak people out because he has that look. Um, but he was a big boy, but he was a sweetheart. He loved everybody. He loved everybody. You could, he had, he had, key words you can use around him and he would react you know the typical one to go for and then up puffs the head from a dead sleep perked up ears let's go he didn't it didn't matter if it was let's go for a walk let's go for a ride let's go see papa that's what we call joey
to him. Freddie, when you could just say Freddie's name around him and he would perk up. He loved Freddie, loved him. Wasn't just because he was, he just, he's a good sense of, Oswald had a good sense of who, if somebody was a dog lover or not, or if somebody was a little timid around dogs. He was very sensitive to that. It's one of the things that that made him such a special dog to Joey is because he was always very sensitive to Joe. Um, he would know when Joey was walking home from school, like when Joey would just walk and just turn onto our street, he knew. He sat up and just stared at the door until we got a knock to let us know Joey was home. He was very sensitive to that. Even... Even that last day <clears throat> that we spent with him doing things that he loved, driving around and before uh, before we had uh, to say goodbye. Even he didn't know, he didn't feel 100%. He was very attentive to us. He was... Uh, We were all very emotional and he sensed it and he just would look at you just with this, with this calm that he gave you just by looking at it and just, you're, and you're just dealing with the, your heartstrings getting pulled out and pulled in a good way at the same time. And knowing he was just, that's what made him Aussie, made him so special was because he was so sensitive to you and your feeling. That day when we took him around to do stuff, you know, even though he wasn't himself, he wasn't feeling great. You want to go for a ride? And he was just up. Um, I had to pick him up and put him in the into the car, but he was ready to go for the ride. And we took him to the car wash, which he loved doing. Took him to Starbucks and got him his pup cup. Took him to Carl's Jr. so we get some French fries. Just and he loved everything. He loved it all. One of the, uh, not one of, probably the most difficult thing that I've been struggling with for the last couple of weeks is his lack of being on the bed when I go to sleep. I've never been able to sleep very well without my hand on him, knowing he's right there snoring next to me or just like a, like a whoopee when you were little. He was my adult whoopee. Not having that there has been difficult. I've had to take his blanket. We had two blankets that smell like him, and they still smell like him. And I rolled them up so you both can have the same same scent. And I kind of made a Aussie-size bundle so I could rest my head on it. And I find myself 
in the middle of the night just by just out of in, just an instinct and I'll pat it like it's still like it's still him fucking dog meant so much to me it's funny you get to a certain point in your life and you in you know you get into your yes I will say into your 50s And having to make that decision, as hard as and difficult as it was, it was the right one for him. Um, we um, were able to to say goodbye to him here in our own home, thankfully. Um, lots of great services out there. So if you're able to afford it, it's the only way to go as far as I'm concerned. If you have to, the unfortunate situation that you have to do this. Peaceful Pets was who we used here in uh, Santa Clarita. Um, Dr. Jeanette and her assistant Kira came over and they were amazing. This is the service they provide. Um, this isn't uh, our normal um, vet from all creatures. It was, it was something, it's something different. And she came in and just to make sure everybody was okay, asked us all the questions and she could see right away that he was ailing. And what was great about it was she asked so many questions just to be sure that there wasn't something else that could be done for him. Just something that was really unique and special. And they made it as easy as it possibly could have been. It... it he went peacefully. He snored before they gave him the last injection once they had given the anesthesia. And that snore that used to help me sleep at night, I heard it for the last time. Once he was gone, um, Jeanette and Kara gave us our time with him so we could, Melody, Joey, and I were able to just hold each other and give him goodbyes and give him a kiss on his forehead right between his eyes, right above his cute little nose. Um, normally they have a gurney. I wasn't doing that. I carried him to their van. One quick pass by his special tree out front that he would always sniff when he'd go outside to, to pee, sniff at other dogs. I don't know if you know about English bulldogs, but uh, they're not big leg lifters when it comes to peeing. They're kind of squatters, so male or female. So it wasn't really his tree to pee on. He just smelled the other dogs. So we're capable of doing that. So I carried him out there in a special blanket, this tortilla blanket that we bought for him last Christmas. And when I said to him, when I was holding him and walked past, walked past this tree, Melody broke a piece off of a branch and put it in with his, with him. And, uh, so, um, 
just so they go together because we um we had him cremated, which is generally what they do anyway. But yesterday, um, they brought his ashes back, and it and it, with his um, with the clay footprint and some ink pressings of his nose and his all four of his paws. And we're gonna have something special done for. We kept everything. We all the all those things that we did with him on that day, his pup cup and his peanut butter spoon that he licked when he was getting the injections. We kept everything because it's gonna go into a shadow box. Because I know some people say, it's, you know, it's just a dog. Um, for people that feel that way, truly feel that way. I I feel sympathy for you, empathy and sympathy for you for not ever experiencing that and how life-changing it is. The ashes that came back were with Ozzy and his special blanket and that branch. So it all kind of got brought together. Um, he had his middle name. <laughs> we called him Oswald Lee. Lee is Joey's middle name. So Joey, not only did he name him Oswald, he also gave him his middle name. It never got used unless we were at the vet to give him their, our information or he was in trouble. He literally got the middle name thing just like you do with your kid. Cause he kind of was, he was Joey's little brother, even though he called him Papa, we called him Papa to him. He was his little brother in a lot of ways. He was our second kid. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, He had so many names. Um, I know I've said Oswald and Ozzy here and there, but I had lots of nicknames for him. I actually really called him Ozzy or Oz, but um, Ozzy Waddles was probably the thing I called him more than anything. And then I'd called him Honey. I called him Honey a lot. And it became Honey Boy. Just, I, all these different names. And I did the same thing with Joey when he was growing up too. Um, his nickname Bean comes from just calling him people calling him Jojo, and I was calling him Jojo, and it became Jojo Bean, like Juju Bean. And eventually, I just called him Bean. Um, Ozzy was the same way. Um, I have a bunch of nicknames. Of course, none of them come to mind right now because I only usually. I only usually use the one I was talking to him. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't do this to make people feel bad. I just had to get this off my mind. And when his remains came home yesterday, I felt it was time to talk about it. There's something else that's been going on the last nine and a half months and um, 
kind of came to a head about two months ago. And I'm not ready to talk about that yet. But Ozzy being around with us for the three and a half more additional months that we got with him. More, you know, were important to help us get through the other thing. Um, that's what Ozzy was. He was our emotional support dog. It was just for Joe. And it became for Melody. And it became for me. And we miss him every day. Love you, my sweet boy.